What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I am your host, Connor Duffy. Uh, on today's episode, what I want to talk about is why we fear getting sober. What are the reasons why we fear getting sober and what stops us from even going in the direction of recovery in the first place? Before I get into that, if you need help with addiction, you could reach out to my line. 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. Um, so when it comes to fear, this is very natural for a lot of people to feel fear of getting sober. And a lot of times what we don't reckon, what we don't realize is that the fear stops us from getting help in the first place. And a lot of things that we actually fear aren't even real. Um, but the truth of the matter is we all fear change no matter what. It's human nature to fear change. So um, it's very natural for people to get nervous and explore something that is different, even if what they've been experiencing is a disaster. So one of the things, uh, I'm going to go over three different things of why we fear getting sober and maybe some things that you guys can relate to. Number one is we are afraid to lose the comfort of escape. Sometimes dealing with life can be, can be scary and, and, you know, drugs are kind of like the best friend that, is like that toxic friend that you know you can't chill with anymore, but you still had a lot of great times and you still have that comfort and a meaningful relationship in a lot of ways, right? But it just isn't healthy for you. And that's how we feel a lot of times when it comes to the drugs or the alcohol or whatever it is that we're struggling with. We are afraid to lose that comfort. We're afraid to not be able to escape from reality and have to deal with life on life's terms. And, you know, that's really a foreign thing for a lot of people. Even if you're a functioning addict or an alcoholic, your life doesn't necessarily have to be falling apart. But the truth of the matter is even when you got your shit together on the surface, you're still not truly dealing with life how you should be. You know, there's always that, there's always that, form of escape. And even if you're still at home with the family, even if you still have your job and whatever the case may be, there is always that daily fix that you look forward to. Or if you're a binge drinker, you look forward to it on the weekends. It's like your release from life, you know, and we could fool a lot of people, even if we have nice things. And and like I said, it looks like everything's together on the surface. We still have that escape and we really depend on that. You know, so if you're really a, a daily user and you're not necessarily a functioning one, then it's even worse because, you know, we're really depending on something on a daily basis, no matter how much turmoil and chaos it causes in our life. And the the idea that we have to go through life without this substance anymore or without this escape, it scares the living shit out of us. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll speak for myself on this one. I started getting high when I was very, very young. I was nine years old the first time I smoked weed. And, you know, even at that age, I remember thinking like, I felt like I found it. I felt like I found that thing, that escape that I didn't even know that I was looking for. And it provided that solution for me. You know what I mean? It provided an answer that I didn't even know I needed or so I thought. And I was attracted to that. I was attracted to that feeling. I felt like, I felt like this was going to be the answer for me for a lot of different problems. And and I had that. I, it was so attractive to me, you know, and obviously, as I got older, I just 
got more and more dependent on substances and weed turned into into pills and then pills turned into heroin and and so on and so forth you know so from the ages of basically nine to 20 years old i coped with life through some type of drug some type of substance i needed some type of escape i did not know what i i did not know who i was and that's basically you know, what we fear at the bottom of it is if we can't escape from life, we have to then face ourselves and we don't know who the fuck we are a lot of times. And that scares us. That's a really scary thought to go through life. You could be 20, 30, 40, even 50, 60 years old and not know who you truly are on a spiritual soul level. You don't know who you are underneath the surface of all that stuff you've been burying, you know? So it's like, it's a scary thought to feel like you have to approach life in a completely different manner and your best friend, your coping mechanism is no longer there to, to go through battle, you know, battle of life, quote unquote, if you want to look at it that way. And, um, that really prevents a lot of people from getting help in the first place. They don't think outside of what they know they don't think that there are other ways because a lot of times we just haven't gone through life like that you know we're we're, at the end of the day we're all covering some type of pain and it might not be like massive childhood trauma type of pain but don't be fooled at the end of the day we are all trying to escape some type of pain that basically 99% of the time is at the foundation of addiction is Something is going on on a spiritual, emotional, mental level that we cannot handle. And when we have a substance, it really helps alleviate whatever's going on underneath the surface. So losing that is is terrifying to a lot of people and myself included. I did not know what life was going to look like getting sober. Little did I know it was the biggest test and the best thing for me. Uh, I mean, it was truly my level up in life. And it is for you as well, if you're feeling that fear right now. So the second thing I want to get into is we fear failure, we feel like getting we fear failure at getting sober, which, you know, really prevents us from trying in the first place, we fear that, okay, if I'm going to commit to getting sober, and I feel like I, you know, tell my family that I'm going to stop and I feel like, you know, I'm going to go to treatment or, I'm going to hire a recovery coach or I'm going to really try this thing and it doesn't work. It's going to cause more shame. It's going to cause more guilt. It's going to cause more negative emotion than what I'm already dealing with now. And a lot of people figure, fuck it. Like why even try if I feel like I can't do it or if I feel like I'm quote unquote not ready. That's my favorite one. I'm not ready to get sober. It's like, well, yeah, welcome to the club. Most of us, most of us don't feel like we are, you know, but, but this fear of getting sober or the, you know, the failure of getting sober really prevents us from trying in the first place. And, you know, if you think about it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. What we, what we fear in life, we actually attract because think about it. Like, when you fear something, you're thinking about it all the time. You're thinking about the thing that you're actually that you don't want to attract to yourself. And in the meantime, you're headed right for it. it a kind of um, what I really like to a cool way of looking at it is like NASCAR drivers, for instance, when they are trying to learn how to avoid crashing, what they are trained to do is to look at where they want to go. Not 
looking at where they want to avoid. So what they do is when they're spinning out of control, they are forced to stare at the road to the place where they're trying to avoid the car in front of them or they're trying to avoid the wall. But what happens is a lot of people, a lot of NASCAR drivers, when they get into crashes, what they do is their car starts to spin out or lose a little bit of control. And what they do is they look at the place that they're trying to avoid. So they stare at the wall and where do you think the car is going to go? Your, your, the steering wheel, your hands go to where your eyes are focused on. So the whole point is in sobriety, we need to be focused on what is what type of coping skills and what type of things we need to do on a daily basis. We need to focus on those things to keep us sober. But if we don't even give, ourse- give ourselves a shot by focusing on on the failure part, we're never going to get started to begin with. And this happened, this happens way more than you probably think. I mean, a lot of people don't even try because they get so overwhelmed with not knowing what recovery is going to look like. Um, you know, they have a lot of self doubt. People just really don't know what they don't know. So what they do is they focus on what they do know. And what they know is how to continue using and drinking and and, you know, living in that lifestyle. And when you can't imagine a, a different way of coping and going through life, it's going to be natural for you to fear what sobriety looks like and not being able to achieve that because, well, you might have never done it ever in your entire life. Or maybe it's been a decade or two since you've been sober. And it doesn't even have to be that long. I mean, you could be 18 years old and only been using for a couple of years And it's still overwhelming. The idea of sobriety can be scary if you've gotten through life dealing with your problems through these vices. You know, it's very easy to when you're going through a hard time, when you're having a rough day at school or you're having problems at home or whatever the case may be, it's very easy to swallow a pill and all of a sudden you feel better. And now you feel like you can conquer the world. When that gets taken away, you think, well, shit. I don't have that anymore. How am I going to get through life? How am I going to actually achieve sobriety if I feel like sobriety isn't going to feel good to me? Because when I am sober, I don't like the way I think. I don't like the way I feel. So what we do is we focus on how we're not going to be able to achieve that. And, you know, the whole thing behind this is when doubt is saturated in your mind, you're never going to get a positive result. And this is the whole point of getting help to begin with. Because when you get help you still have the doubt in your mind. When you're in treatment, you don't feel like being there. When you're in rehab, you don't think that you're actually going to be able to achieve sobriety. When you go to AA meetings, you don't feel good about it to begin with. But the whole point is that you are around other people that little by little start to really instill their faith, their belief system and shows and the proof they get to show you the proof that it has worked for them and it's worked for many other people, which then slowly but surely our mindset starts to change. But when we only live in our own fear, when we only have our own doubt, we're never going to get to a positive result. It's kind of like, you know, Michael Jordan, he was obvious. He's obviously, you could definitely, you know, make the argument. He's the best basketball player of all time. Um, you know, and he was also one of the most clutch players of all time. And the reason is because he had the mindset 
that he was going to make the shot at the end of the day, at the end of the game. He wanted the ball, much like Kobe. You know, Kobe was a very similar individual where his mindset, he, he, they were just so locked in and they loved those moments. They couldn't wait for those opportunities to arise because they felt like they were undeniable. They were unstoppable. You could not stop them. And they were going to will their team to win. No matter who was on the floor, they didn't give a shit. And at the end of the day, when when the game was tied or they were down by one and the pressure was on, they wanted that shot. They did not fear failure. They knew that they were going to be able to win the game and that they would be able to make the shot. Now, when you have another, now listen, if they didn't have that mindset, if they were afraid to miss, or if they were on the free throw line and they thought, don't miss, don't miss. I'm telling you, the player who has that mindset is going to fail way more than the person who has the mindset of, I cannot wait to be able to make this shot, to be able to win this game, and to be able to lead my team to victory. It really is a mindset game because, like I said, we fear. I mean, we get what we focus on. And if we are constantly focused on our fears, we attract what we're actually trying to avoid. So... Number three is, and this is just very simple, whether you're an addict or not, we fear change. This is, this is what human, human nature, it's human nature to fear change. You know, people would rather live in known hells than explore strange heavens a lot of times, which, which sounds crazy, but it's kind of like, you know, have you ever met anybody and it could, it could be yourself, but have you ever met someone who is in a really shitty situation and they just refuse to change it? Like there are things that they can do. And maybe they're in a toxic relationship. Maybe they're not happy with their job. I mean, I think we all know somebody, including ourselves, or we've had different times in our lives where there are things that we can do to change what is going on in our life, but we're so uh, fearful of a different situation or we, we're comfortable in the madness. We're comfortable in the chaos. And this is certainly true for addiction. Not only did it give us the, um, the emotional and the mental break from life, but even when that goes away and even when we're using just to, you know, keep from being sick and to, and to keep well physically, and it doesn't really help us we don't even get high anymore. When that happens, we still fear change because we at least know our known hells. And sometimes it's easier to to live in a known hell than explore a strange heaven, something that is unique, something that is different to us because we don't know what to expect. And the truth is a lot of times we're so beaten down in addiction that we sometimes we feel like we don't even deserve a good life. We're so mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically bankrupt that we don't really have faith that life is going to work out anymore. Deep down, we might know that we know that there's more for us, but we just don't know how to get there. And we don't have faith that it's actually in the cards for us. It's kind of like the light is just like slowly but surely flickering out and, you know, soon enough, we just feel like it's too late to go back. And some people think like they're permanently messed up and there's no bouncing back from, you know, years of addiction. And what I want to tell you and what I want to like preach to people here is I don't give a shit how far gone you think you are. The body and the mind are so resilient. 
people I've seen people that you wouldn't believe would be able to get sober. They do get sober and they change their lives completely and have an absolutely beautiful life in recovery and, you know, have a family and a good job and a career that they love. And, and they just have a different vibrance to them and, and a different like energy, of course. And, um, there's so many people out there that wouldn't ever think that some people would be able to get sober and they do. And it's just, it just goes to show that it doesn't take skill. It doesn't take talent. It really just takes willingness and it takes getting to a place where, you know what, you say, fuck it, I'm going to try something different because this clearly isn't working out. You know what I mean? And that's always the thing. Like people fear change, but what I really want to say is like, fear things remaining the same. Could you imagine continuing through life like this for another year, another five years, 10, 20, if you make it alive, you know what I mean? I mean, with fentanyl out there, we don't even have five years anymore. But my point is like, we fear the wrong shit. We should really fear not reaching our best selves, reaching our potential, having an impact on the world, having, you know, peace of mind. That's what we're really searching after. And it does exist in recovery. We, we really should fear not being able to have the relationships in our life with our family and our loved ones and, and kids and grandparents. And those are the types of things that we should fear. We should fear not having some type of positive influence on this world, because I feel like everybody has a message. Everybody has a story and everybody can, can get, get better and prove, not even prove that's the wrong word. Like be a beacon of light, like, like be an inspiration to other people. And, you know, I think the whole point of life is to get through certain hard times and to get through difficulties that were placed in our path and turn our mistakes into our, our message, you know what I mean? And turn our test into our testimony. That's what I think life is about. And that's what this podcast is here. At one point, drugs and alcohol really kicked my ass. And I didn't think I'd ever be able to, to get sober. And yet, here I am sharing on a podcast with you about how I did it. And it's not because I'm special. It's not because I'm you know, some brilliant kid, you know, you know what I mean? Or some brilliant guy. Like when I was 20, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You know what I mean? And little by little things just fell into place because I was finally willing to take direction and really try it a different way. And I, and I, you know, it does take courage. It takes courage to get sober, but it's also cowardice to continue down the path that we're going. You know what I mean? So it's like, choose your choose your suffering you know what i mean if you think sobriety is suffering boy think about what another 10 years of addiction will look like you know a lot of our perspectives are just totally misconstrued and a lot of the shit that we fear isn't even true either it's complete illusion like we're delusional our thinking is not our friend when we're struggling out there and you just don't know what you don't know until you talk with other people that have been through it, realize that, hey, this guy's story is not so much different than mine. And or, hey, this person came from a way worse background than me. If he can get sober, I should be able to, you know, and it's really just like 
getting around people that have proven that they can that they did it so you can do it too and that's where the faith comes in and that's what i was referring to a little bit ago like that's the whole point of going to treatment or going to meetings and getting in environments that are conducive to recovery because we start to change our mindset a little bit it breaks those negative voices in our head that fear that bullshit talk that little bitch voice i like to call it <laughs> like the bitch voice that tries to keep you on the wrong path we start to break that pattern quite a bit when we get around individuals who are clearly sober and have been where we are it's proof of concept you know so that's what that's all i got for today if you need help reach out to me like it's time there's nothing fucking keeping you in this uh, path of addiction anymore you know what i mean there's no, there's no good reason for it and i promise you the things that you're fearing probably aren't true and life and sobriety i tell you what if you were to tell me when i was 20 that i would be 30 and making content on on recovery and addiction and trying to help people and, and i would have the life that i have today and the peace of mind and and being in good physical shape and you know coaching others and helping other people get into treatment and working working in this industry and you know doing what i do and, and having the type of life that i have i would have told you, you were out of your fucking mind i would have never believed it and i'm really glad that i'm on this path and that things played out the way that they did because i really would have sold myself short i really would have you know and i was really resigned to the fact that i was going to die an addict and i was like kind of cool with that to be honest with you i didn't really think that there was much more for me and uh you know god the universe whatever you want to call it had different plans and I'm, I'm really glad that things turned out the way that they did and so if i can do that you can definitely do that so it's time give me give me a shout you can reach out to my personal line 203-917-8862 Again, that's 203-917-8862. I hope everybody has a tremendous Friday and uh, enjoys their weekend. And I will see you guys on the next one.